podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, yeah. That's what I call sweet music. I really like what you're doing here. Yet, I think you're going to have to work a little harder, baby. Just a little harder. it i like what you're doing now we'll get on the mic and try to give you what you like it's the gray trippers As cinemas were rammed again and again by insistent, throbbing crowds looking to get their fix this week, Liverpool went about the business of recording valuable wins against Besiktas and top-four rivals Southampton. There was a little bit of rough horseplay about a penalty, but Mario hugged Hendo tenderly afterwards, and then yesterday our Brazilian magician used his wand and drew moans of pleasure from those who adore him, while stunning a striking shade of grey. Frankly, it was filthy. I'm Trev Denny, and joining me for more gratuitous in your endos in the bondage bunker are Andy Young, Paul Brennan, Ray Brady, and Phil Casey. Okay. Right, we're going to look back at uh, Liverpool 1, Besiktas 0, and Southampton 0, Liverpool 2, but we're going to try and do it in terms of uh, topics and points as opposed to going into match analysis at this stage, um, certainly when it comes to the, the, uh, the European game. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was the domination of the theme of penalties this week, the whole penalty pool thing that people love on Twitter, the fallout from it. Um, we had various people involved um, in the whole penalties incidents. Stephen Gerrard was uh, uh, very, very vocal. Brendan Rogers was vocal. 
Henderson was uh, involved, Balotelli was involved, Danny Sturridge was involved, Emery Chan was involved. Uh, and then we had the whole friendship of Kevin there uh, on Sunday uh, in the Southampton match and the various penalties and not penalties. So a massive team this week. Can you just talk to me about your general feeling about the whole penalty debacle uh, in the Besiktas match, Paul? What was your take on it, just briefly? Um, I wasn't too arsed by it, to be fair. It, it was a bit of a mix-up. Obviously, Henderson was told he was on penalties, and then apparently, like Roger said after the game, that that changes when Balotelli's on. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see where the mix-up comes from because there's not there's not many teams that have like the a, a kind of top choice penalty taker on the bench. So I, I wasn't too kind of bothered about it. I thought I said like. I thought as soon as Balotelli, as soon as it was clear he was taken and he wasn't giving it back to anyone else, I thought Henderson and Sturridge should have kind of fucked off out of the box. Like, if, if they had a problem with it, let the manager deal with it after mm. the game, maybe. Because I thought it was a bit ugly, Balotelli's lining up the penalties. <laughs> and and Sturridge, Sturridge and Henderson are still beside him, moaning. It's ridiculous. And, like, Henderson, he, maybe he has a point. What the fuck is Sturridge doing there? After his penalty against Everton, I, I wouldn't let him take one in a friendly. I wouldn't. I <laughs> that was the disgrace. He, he should have got out of there anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, I wasn't too bothered by it. And, like, the same day, there was a huge meal made about Gerard's comments after the match. Yeah. Again, he, he was he was doing punditry. That's what you expect. I yeah. don't give a shit what he said, really. Fair enough. And uh, that's really well done, considering <laughs> that was the last thing you want me to ask you about. Fair play to you. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I, know, I know it's been done to death. I, I, I'm just raising it because there's a kind of high moral ground that should have been taken about this. I don't like. It's an incident and we have to talk about it. We should talk about it, right? It's, it's caused an awful lot of column inches and stuff like that. And there were some bizarre things happening. Right, first of all, Ray, on the field, I thought it was pretty much dealt with and finished. Did you? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I think it's much ado about nothing, honestly. Yeah. Um, he, 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 like, as the lads were saying, he's, he's, he's the main man. He, he takes penalties, he doesn't fucking miss. Yeah. And the bottom line is, the end justifies the means. Yeah. He scored the goal, yeah. and had he scored it, yeah, give him stick, lash him out of it. Of course, it's no different to someone taking a shot and everyone they're going twelve foot over the bar. Everyone gives him fucking stick. What are you doing that for? If he hits it and it goes to the top corner, he's a hero. Yeah. So he scored a goal. It, it, it means nothing to me. Who, who should have? Why didn't he? The captain should have done this. Means nothing. Well, talk to, talk to me about the interactions between the players there immediately. After. So what I liked about it was, I don't know if, if, if maybe people have read it differently, but it looked to me like okay. Obviously, Danny had the hump badly. Yeah. It looked like Danny was putting Jordan Henderson on the spot, yeah. which I thought was bad form. Then you've got Jordan looking over the bench, looking a bit kind of lost. Mm. He got absolute down the glen for that. He got such abuse yeah. for that, which I thought was nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you've Emery Chan coming in after goggles and telling lads to celebrate, which mm. you, you, you just look at that guy and go, could you admire him anymore? I mean, what, what, mm-hmm. what was your take about the players' reaction yeah, well, in the I, aftermath? I thought, I thought storage in particular looked like really. You can let him. Say that about your your man. You're gonna let him. You're gonna let him write that. You know, sort of out type of thing. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It, like it was. It was just because no one knew what was meant to happen, yeah. and, and it, it was blatantly obvious. And cameras are everywhere, and they picked up everything. Lip reading, you could see everything that was going on. Yeah. It was cringeworthy, yeah. in fairness. But at, at the end, I couldn't have gave a fuck really. Yeah. It was just, it I don't care. Oh, well, I don't give a fuck. One, la- one last thing. To t- <laughs> one last thing to talk about, uh, 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 Andy, and I'm. Come to you on this specifically because I know you're quite a fan of the of the captain. And he loves Mario, and and, and I know you have different opinions about Mario. So t- just talk to me about Gerard's. What, first of all, why is Gerard doing punditry on a match when he's still a, a player? Second of all, what do you think about him insinuating that Henderson was a weak captain in that moment and it was a little bit of disrespect? Mm. What do you think? Well, 
well, he's, he's, he's done punishy loads of times, like on Sky, mm. where he's been injured and whatnot. But um, I think, like, Balotelli's caused me an awful lot of fucking stress over this. <laughs> <laughs> he like, he's made me annoyed at loads of people. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. And when he was coming in to the club, these are the things it's going to happen. He causes a snowball effect. Like, he does a, does something and then people start fighting and arguing over it. Exactly, yeah. So, although, like, it's not a big hullabaloo, like, people try and take penalties off each other all the time, like, but it, you rarely see it happening at Liverpool. And this fella's come in... <laughs> <laughs> From them yokes. This in, <laughs> and like I mean, that shit didn't have to happen with Jared. Like he, he was caught on the hop there, he shouldn't have said what he said. Yeah. But if Balotelli didn't do that, then it wouldn't have happened. Look, Rogers diffused it brilliantly afterwards and said, Oh no, like it was just a misunderstanding and Balotelli is dependent. Clearly he's not. Like clearly yeah. that wasn't the plan. Yeah. Henderson like was just standing there doing goldfish impressions. He can't believe it was ever happening. So, so you'd be harsh on him, would you? You'd be harsh on on on, on the way he he dealt. Balotelli, with. oh no, Henderson. Henderson. Yeah, uh, not really. Like I'd say, he just didn't expect it. Like yeah. Balotelli just walked over, took the ball, pat him on the back, and just walked past him. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. so blase. Like, yeah. and Henderson was must have been thinking he had fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what will he do? What and do then, I do? Yeah, yeah. Then storage like. Starts as as a like I mean what the fuck like come <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> like, don't don't let him don't let him away with that like that's exactly what he was doing he was shit storing yeah. on the pitch it's ridiculous isn't it <laughs> like Henderson handled it well at the time like he tried not to react yeah. but you could see like he was just chomping at the bit like. When Balotelli pulls him in for a little hug afterwards, you can just see the face of him. He's like, just fucking leave it. You yeah, know? No, I'm sure that that yeah. little clip is Zanetti then with, with Inter where Balotelli went up and they showed Zanetti walking up and literally just saying, no, you're not taking it. He went to take the penalty off someone else. Zanetti came up and just took it. That's it was bad real, though, isn't it? <laughs> you know, yeah. Jordan, that's the way it should have been type yeah. of thing. And I'm not buying it. Listen, don't. But Mario like, took it and the, the problem is, like, Balotelli wouldn't have done that to Gerard. Mm. So he's looked at Henderson and said, "Fuck you! You're only a piece of shit. Like, give me that ball." Yeah, you know why they can't can't do that to you know the captain elect. Like, he's yeah. voice case captain on the night. You just can't do that. It's out of school. Like, yeah. and it, it annoyed me. And that's not even because I don't like Balotelli. That's because anybody anybody could have done that. Coutinho could have done it. Yeah. And I had a bit of feel. It's an etiquette thing, over. is it? But, but yeah. yeah, and like the, it's just like people praising him for it now. Like you know, he was showing passion there. Like he wanted to score the goal. He thought that's not the case. It's all about him. Every fucking game he plays, yeah. does his own thing, and that was typical of him doing his own thing and making his own choice. It's the manager's decision at the end of the day. And look, in fairness, he's probably going to take the next penalty because he scored it, and you can't argue with that. But I, I, I think it was a bit of a spoiler now. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Phil, any last words on this before we move on to the penalties in the other in the other match? Yeah. Like I, for me, a bit like Paul, mountain made over molehill. Mm. Gerard made most of the mountain over. Should have mm. just said nothing. Um, yeah. mm. It would have would have just disappeared had he said had he just blanked the question in in in, in the interview afterwards. Um, if Henderson was on penalties. That's one of the bizarre shouts ever because I wouldn't have Henderson anywhere near the penalties. Mm. Like he's, he's he, he, you know, we've seen his shooting; it's it's wayward at best. Mm. Um, and there would have been a lot more people on the pitch that you would have said would be the go-to person straight away. We've Emery Chan, who's a German. Germans never miss penalties. Like that's that's mm. you just tell him to, to smack mm. it right. Um, but Balotelli is there. It should have been an automatic thing. Now, if you take Rogers' words at face value, that when uh, as soon as Balotelli comes on the pitch, he's the designated penalty taker. Then what was Henderson doing? 
Yeah. Because it makes it, 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 it weakens Henderson further by saying that because it's saying, well, what's he doing? Do you know what I mean? It's not an argument, yeah. It's not an yeah. argument. That, yeah. that, that's Balotelli's penalty. And then, then it makes also Sturridge look foolish because what's Sturridge saying? Because Sturridge is clearly saying, no, you're on penalties. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you have to be taken. You're, you're the captain. So all in all, it's just, it's something that should have just disappeared. But unfortunately, um, wasn't helped with the comments on, on the night. And uh, but who cares? We scored the penalty. Yeah. And uh, to, to be honest with you, if Balotelli's on the pitch and Gerrard's not on the pitch, then Balotelli has to be the penalty taker. He just doesn't miss penalties. You, it's, you, it's like when when you boil it down to the basics, right? He's the best penalty taker uh, uh, on, uh, in the team outside mm. of Gerrard, probably. And you just you, you've even seen it. It's a pressure penalty. It's a huge moment. After all the shit that goes on. He could have easily roofed that. He could have mm. skied it. He could have hit hit the top of the cup. Whatever you know what yeah, I mean. Never in doubt. But though. never in doubt. He's watching the keeper all the time, and mm. he's just it's it's clinical the way he executes. Even the strike itself, it's perfect. It's into yeah. the side net. And so you know, on 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 the merits, he should be the penalty taker in, in Gerard's <coughs> absence as soon as accidental Giles. <laughs> accidental Giles. You think I'm letting that go? <laughs> You're not heading to LA. <laughs> We're taking on the merits. Well, at least he had the moral courage to take. <laughs> but you know, going back to your original bit, the, the intro about penalty pooling was getting penalties like you get penalties because something happens and you know it's it's rare that you know that you aren't attacking a team or you aren't doing something right to, to get a penalty and it was a penalty all day against Oib it's not even a case that that was uh, 50-50 and going on to, to, to Sunday's match like Southampton had two clear penalties there's no arguing with that and we could have had one on force look but in fairness the referee made a very good decision you know the you, when you see Font gets the ball forced and mm. then, he, then he takes the man and mm. um, so we'll just <laughs> and he wants to bite no, but he, he takes the ball first before yeah. he makes contact yeah. with the man you know what I mean and it wasn't he wasn't out of control in terms of the, the, the tackle that he makes and it, and it turns out to be a good decision but like Kevin Friend who's who's, who's a shit ref seems to be on our side in the day and he can't mm. go wrong with that like, do you know what I mean? like genuinely I'm fucking delighted that we got away with the penalties and so, these things tend to even themselves out over the course of a season so you know the penalty pill thing is just something that they throw it's like chicken pill Mm-hmm. Back at Chicken well. pill, bitch club. <laughs> <Chicken> <laughs> bitch club. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so we, yeah. th- there seems to be a perception that we get loads of penalties. I don't think we get any more than, than most other sides. Yeah, fair enough. Just one last point then on that. Uh, you, you, you were the one who flagged up Jared's comments, and basically that, that was the only thing that created an issue, actually, to be honest, because it was kind of dealt with on the pitch. But the manager, having played a blinder, as one of the lads said there immediately in the aftermath, then kind of made a complete bollocks of it by going back and having apparently having a bit of a go at Balotelli what do you make of that? I'm confused that Dave Thomas told me that those comments were made directly after the match and not in the pre-match press conference the next day mm-hmm. um, and that the, the the penalty bit then was actually made in the pre-match pre- conference the next day so, so that's the reverse of it it's the reverse yeah. like if, if you were to do it so I, I don't know um, and to be honest with you look um, we'll probably get onto it later when we're talking about Brendan's post-match comments I've just given up listening to him yeah, like, straight away. Like it's like even with, even with the Mario Balotelli thing, like it, it'd be the right thing to say and all. But then again, like who is he telling the truth? Who knows? Yeah, at this no, stage, no, like no, do you know what no, I mean? No. Like, you can't say yeah, that's the right thing to say. You probably just made it up to make Whether it. Whether you're make it fan better. or not, it's a wise course of action. Yeah. Just stop listening to him. I think. Yeah. Um, look, we, we will go on and talk about Besiktas, but maybe more in conjunction with the preview of the next game. So. The other thing that I want to move on to is uh, the win at Southampton. Paul, look, there's no kind of really way around that. That's as big a three points as we've ever had this season. It's remarkably massive, uh, big deal, um, and and kind of does set us up, you know. Because if we had lost that and then lost against City, it's done, isn't it? So yeah, I think especially with the way the results went there, like the rest of the weekend, we got a few nice results in our favour. Yeah, and it was kind of all on us. Then you know, you're thinking, Jesus, don't balls this up, mm-hmm. and I think it would have been. 
it would have been really deflating if we hadn't have won. You'd have really thought, well, there, there was a chance to really claw it back and get back into contention. So it was a great win um, in that way. And like it was, it was another kind of cage, like the Besiktas match. It was another fairly cagey match. It wasn't us kind of free flowing or anything. And in a way, that's like that's almost as exciting as anything else because we know what we're like when we're playing well. The yeah. problem is that when we're not attacking, generally this season, we've kind of lost games. We've conceded. We've thrown away goals for fun. And it was good to see us finally kind of like, especially the second half, the way we shut up shop. I thought it was it was a really satis- as, as satisfying a three points as we've gotten all season. I think. Mm. Yeah, and so does the next question I'm going to lead on to then is, is it on? Like, oh, are, yeah, are we back? Are we back in? Yeah, it? top four is definitely on. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way. I know Phil will probably bring out his yeah. his Casey nomics about how many teams are ahead of us and how many <laughs> yeah, have to yeah. pull back and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely two points off. Like, there's no way it's not on. We're definitely. In it, like we have to go for it. Yeah, Just registering yeah. it. <laughs> 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 and saying, uh, Ray, Ray, I had to. I, I came back from domestic wilderness there to check me phone last night, and I had to endure a conversation. Looks like Ray was witching the fuck yeah. away. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, the, the, last, the last time we seen Ray, he wasn't living with a family <laughs> of bears. <laughs> Actually, now he's gone Grizzly. to. Uh, yeah, now he's gone you, to. You're slagging me place. about looking homeless. <laughs> Look at this fucker. That's the next stage. It's like the fucking stage of the father, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zangief Brady. <laughs> right. You calling me Zangief? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is when I got back to it, I had to endure a conversation between Andy and Phil on the on the on the text there talking about points and uh, potentials. I'm gonna to come to you on this, Andy, in a few minutes because your theories were or I, I I was getting hard to understand either you really. That's so we're still it, drinking. That's after seven thousand. I'm here written down. After seven thousand points left, <laughs> and the then we, out and all. So yeah. look, realistically speaking, are you completely on board with what Paul's saying? Are we very much in it, or like, oh, absolutely? Yeah, the farm side side in the league. Um, what, what about uh, uh, get, if we get our ass kicked against City? Does that does that no, deflate well, you? No, well, sort of. I, I, I was really worried about this. Southampton really worried yeah. about. It. Obviously, the European hangover thing was hasn't been mentioned yet when mm. we we're playing them. Like Spurs really struggle against West Ham playing on the tours. They you were expecting a sort of shit performance against a team that had nearly a two week break. So mm. more than happy to play shit like that and then you know rob the three points. So yeah. that was huge for me. If we can. If, Four points from them two games would have done me. Hmm. Obviously, six would be ideal, but um, if we could get a dry or City, I'd consider that a job well done. Do you feel that was a, a bit of a robbery on Sunday? Oh, yeah, Southampton were the better team, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But without doubt they were the better team. Didn't create too many clear-cut chances, but I'm just talking on, on, on play-wise, I thought they were the better team. We did see it out in the end, but yeah, I thought Southampton if, if had us under the cosh for a long period. Am I right in saying if it hadn't been for Danny Sturridge's uh, multiple efforts that he just seemed to take on more selfishly as the match went on, that it would have been just two shots, two goals, basically, yeah. for the rest yeah, of the basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. And um, let's mention Mingle as well for a few... If you super saves for sure, and we will do. We'll come on to him. Andy, talk to me about your theory. Then talk to me about how it's on. Well, I never thought it wasn't on. Oh yeah, (laughs) 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 like we're never too far away. But it's just like lately the upturn of form, and you know they've been clawing back that average points per Mm -hmm. game that you know we need. So (laughs) (laughs) Andy Nomics, I don't normally do this, but (laughs) for one I only. I know, <laughs> like not normally seventy two points gets you fart year in year out for the last decade, right? Okay. Um, but this year the standard's been pretty shit. 
So at the moment, like you know, if you average out their amount of points, they're forty-seven points. It's they've one point eight points per game, right? And if you apply that average towards the end of the season, after thirty-six <laughs> games, they'll only have sixty-eight points, sixty-nine points. So let's say thirty-eight games. What thirty-eight games? Yeah, yeah you know the way. <laughs> <laughs> For one night only, he did say it. There may, there may be a flaw in this. <laughs> so, okay, if you're probably the average the end of the season, or he's 69 points from a possible uh, 36. I'm making a game this. Kind of. <laughs> so, so, this is the best stats part ever. <laughs> right. so, Where are we going to be in the league with two games to go, Andy? Right. Anyway, okay. So let's just say our minimum target was 70 points, right? That yeah. Nearly guaranteed. Well, probably nearly guaranteed. Okay. In this season. Four, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This season. Yeah. It doesn't really matter about last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no. You're saying because we're shit. This is specific yeah. for this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say seventy points, uh, you know, get you fart, right? Right. It means we've it means we're allowed to drop eleven for now and the end. And I don't think that's too bad. That's not a bad allowance. Even we're beating against City. What way did you factor that in your dynamics? How many losses and draws is that? Or what way did you look it at? Doesn't the matter. It's eleven yeah. points. Yeah. And I was looking at the last twelve games, and I think like there's a maximum of seventeen points to be dropped, and that's being real negative, mm. right? And we wouldn't get it, obviously with that. Mm. But there's a minimum, like a minimum, like I think if if you were being positive. Like we probably only drop seven points, hmm. you know. So if somewhere in between is your eleven points, seven you know points, what I mean? and we get a, and we, we get away with it. Yeah. If United continue to go, because United are patchy. Like whereas we started off terrible and now we're just gone on a run. But United are patchy. You can kind of assume that they'll just continue on the way they're going for the rest of the season. Have that one point eight point per game ratio. Spurs are patchy. Um, Arsenal, I'd say, will get toured. So it really is between us, United and Spurs. For four. I don't think anyone could disagree. And I think Southampton have shown recently that they're not really going to carry it out. Yeah. But I think it's well on. I think I don't think we'll drop uh, any more than 11 points between Fucking them. Fucking flawless so. logic, Phil. You have to agree. Well, flawless we logic. We had a discussion. Precisely put as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think anyone listening to that knows exactly where we're at. When we were talking about it, I, I got a bit more positive in, in terms of whether this could be done or not because I boiled it down to nine wins. Nine wins from our last 12. From the last 12. Gives us 27 points, which would mean that we finish on 72. And over the last five years, 72 points, bar one year, we're guaranteed a fort. Okay. Right. So that frees up three losses, sorry. Three whatever, losses, yeah. yeah. You, 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 there's three games you can drop points in. Mm. Given that we have Chelsea, United, Arsenal and City to play in in the next 12 games, you've got a bit of playing around there you can do with it. Right? But it, it means that you have to put to bed all the games that you're meant to put to bed. Mm. If you want to finish toward, then you're looking at 10 wins mm. and a draw. From from, from your last twelve, which is the exact same one we went on last year. To we do want to finish third. <laughs> like your, your your thing all the time. You said last year as well. Finish ahead Arsenal. Yeah. So you know, to, uh, to uh, rein them in. Look, just 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 uh, talking on the ultra positive vibe because everyone's ultra positive after the Southampton game. But if you, mm. you, you, if we went on an identical run to the way we finished last season, then we'd finish third. We'd get we'd end up on seventy six points, and that guarantees you third because seventy five points is more or less the benchmark for third. Mm. Oh, you can say that. But that's 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 the ask. Like yeah. you, you put that in front of it. That's that's literally what you do. What you do. As I said, nine wins from twelve, with the run in that we have, is not undoable. Mm. Right. So even if, even if you lost three of the four games against the teams that are above us at the moment, and you win all the rest of the games, which is which is plausible and which is which is doable. Looking at the fixtures that we have left in terms of teams that we have to play against, 
that's eminently doable. And that's like it's 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 mm. it's when you when you stand back and look at that, that's very positive. Here's a tiny one for you. Yeah, I, th- I think like you'd want to be drawn them at least because mm. yeah, it, they are six pointers, like you oh, know, yeah, yeah. and you're giving them an advantage. Like if you looked at that again. Mm. It's gonna become completely different because they've just went three points. Oh, yeah, I, I know. And you, you know, we've just thrown away. I, a I don't to take three. I don't disagree on you. I think, I think of, of of the four of those four games, hmm. you can't afford to lose against United and Arsenal. Yeah, I like you can probably lose. We can probably lose to Chelsea and, and City. City once we don't lose. But I think we'll draw. Yeah. the weekend. I think that's that's quite but, likely. But like going back to it, like if you, as I said, if if we've got twelve games, if you don't win one of those games, hmm. you're not going to get your nine wins. So that's that's the way I look at it. You know, of those four games, and well, ideally you win one of the games against Arsenal, you know, and you draw the other one, and then whatever happens in the other two are bonuses once you go ahead and win all the other. It'll be interested to see what big games we have after European matches if we're still in it. Come yeah. after tours. That's what I was going to say. To you. That, that might be in the gate. In fact, I haven't really looked into what, whether we have any of the big teams or yeah. ones directly in competition for us. Yeah. Also, midweek games. If, if if we get a run, say in the FA Cup, which is which is quite possible, we could be into the, is the next one's the quarter. So we've got Blackburn, assuming that we win it, which is a big assumption. But say we do, you're mm. into the semis. Mm. You'll have a couple of midweek fixtures thrown in because you will ha- you will lose weekends to FA Cup games sure. then. So the onus, there'll be pressure on you, a bit like when we played Sunderland last year. Remember, in, in the midweeker, mm. the pressure will be there to win. And that. But the, the one thing about last year's run-in for those players, and most of the players are still there and still involved, you know, they've dealt with that type of pressure where they have to go out on, on, in the midweek and win it. And, and, and credit to them, the, the game at the weekend, they had to win it. We, as, as I said it, I even tweeted it beforehand. After the points were dropped by United the previous day, after what went on in the Spurs game, they couldn't afford not to win that match. Right, and regardless of the the performance in the first half, they turned in the win, and that's all. When when you look back at it, at the course of the season, you'll think of that game and say, "Yep, that was three big points." And the three, as as the lad, it's as as the lad said, every every three points we've put on the board since Christmas have been massive. Have been massive, and these have been grown and grown and grown. The Spurs game was a massive three points. This is a massive three points. And now you look at City. If you got three points against City, Jesus, you know you, you, you've already got bonus points in your, in your bag. Then at that side, mm. yeah. Like in, so in terms of that Southampton match, I, I don't care how dominant Southampton were because especially in the second half, we we just clamped the game down and like we that's not something you'd associate with no. us normally. Mm. So that I was just delighted to see that. Like you, after the second goal went in. I, I even said like on Twitter, Jesus, like that's great, but I have a feeling we're going to concede soon because that that's what we normally do. Like mm. we go two and up. Like normally we, if we're not attacking, we, if if we're not going after the game, we kind of lose our way. Mm. So I was, I was Glenn just, Johnson kind of came out to compound those words. But like the, the way we locked it down, we kind of we really kind of <laughs> fucking Glenn Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Random hilarity over here. Yeah, <laughs> like we locked the game down, and yeah. you could see in Southampton's players, like towards the end of the game, instead of like where normally kind of teams sense the fear in us, they, were they go going. after us. Yeah, like yeah. Southampton, they, they were strolling yeah. around nearly yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end of the game. So. Yeah, well, look, you have to bring it on to where we need to go to next, or where I wanted to go to next, and that's the whole uh, area around the return of of of, of Dejan Lovren and and uh, the Sacco's injury and how that may may affect us ongoing. First of all, I'm going to throw out this kind of question because I haven't been in the news area today. Uh, is there any any feedback on on Sacco's injury? Does anyone know any details no, about I that? Heard okay, so so if we if if, if if we if we take it that um, Mr. Lover might be in situ for a while, we need to talk about we need to talk about Dejan. <laughs> so let's 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 talk about him and see is, uh, what what did we what did we think of him on the day? Um, Paul just said, Ray, that we locked down the match in the second half. Now, we didn't lock down the match in the first half. No. I don't think anyone could say it was a horrible watch. Yeah. It was a horrible watch. Um, 
an awful lot of that had to do with a certain ex-Southampton man and his incredible tendency to not look comfortable. Mm. Ricky Lambert. Incredible, yeah, Ricky. <laughs> and his incredible tendency to keep playing the ball back to Simon Mignolet. Yeah. How many passes did he play to Mignolet? I don't think it was an ideal game for him to come back in. Really um, was In fairness, you know, we got the death off of uh, the, the Saints fans mm. and... Um, you could see he was under pressure. He didn't want the ball. He didn't want anything to do with the ball any time he get, came near him. Um, got caught ball watching. Just his his nerves were shattered. It looked that's the way it looked to me. Um, and I'm sure he 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 wasn't really thankful to the manager for being thrown in at the deep end there. As much as he wanted to get back in the team, that wasn't the ideal start for him. Um, I thought he grew into the game as it went on. Yeah. But the, the, as you say, the first half in particular, now we was well. That's fair enough. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to me about that, Andy. Would you concur with what? Ray saying there did did he seem to find his feet after the, the settling of half time and, and 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 yeah he did like I mean I want like I was arguing to you know that I wouldn't I'd like to see him put back into the team and because you want to chant move foot forward, yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah. and it, you know just with injuries and that but like I was trying to construct some sort of <laughs> like. <laughs> An argument for it. Have you any know. stats for this, have you? No, <laughs> it's, it's very difficult, you know, and I mean, I don't think Lovren has finished at Liverpool by any means. I think, like, he does need the summer now to kind of reflect on that season. Mm. But um, weren't you saying he needed that bit of time out of the team to yeah. reflect and then come no, back No, but I think, I think, like... He's stupid. Some things haven't changed. <laughs> like, the very first game he played, I think it was Southampton as well, wasn't it? Yeah. He wants yeah. to impress, he wants to spray balls and stuff like that. I thought at the very least, you know, the few games out of the team, that sounded like a prank. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least, they just sort of um, see that, okay, all I need to do when I get my chance again is to play things a bit simpler, not get panicked and not try and put pressure on myself. Like, whatever about the opposition putting pressure. Like, straight away, he's putting pressure on himself. Because a couple of balls didn't... Um, come off and the crowd are breaking and shit laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Like, these back pass to make only came along because he t- decided, shit, I can't, I can't do anything now. Like, <laughs> so, I'll just go back here because I now I know I can't lose and maybe make a lay of fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> take, the, take the eye off me. But, um, I, I, like, it, it was just mental the first 15 minutes from madness. Like, all over the shop. So bad. And then the last... Uh, 10 minutes say of the first half but aside from that he was okay so I think like <laughs> if you think uh, if you think of other games right where you don't play you know a good side like Southampton he, he has a little stretch of maybe three games where you haven't got teams that are piling pressure on and he just finds his feet a little bit and he decides inside I'm not going to put all this pressure on myself and try and spray balls and do mad things and just concentrate on doing things simple mm. and just get a little lucky for a while and then all of a sudden he gained a bit of confidence and just believe in himself and once the eye is taken off him like it only took make a couple of good games and the eye was taken off him now look at the confidence from him <coughs> like Lovren is not that bad he's not like he was playing like a young fella just fucked in out of like out of the academy that's, that's the actually point I'd say a young fella fucked in out of the academy would probably know how to do things very simple and he, he'd be just all week he'd be just preparing himself I'll just, I'll just be relaxed here but I mean, he was just playing. It was it was just ridiculous, you know. But I think if he does have a run of games where things go well for him, you you know you could see a lot a lot better from him. I thought it was weird putting him on the the other side. Yeah, yeah. now obviously he's probably thinking Saka comes back in, Chan moves to midfield, something like that. But Jesus, 
could have done a bit of a favour and put him somewhere with Conte because while he was sitting on the bench, he's probably watching Sacco, thinking, look how well he's doing, I can do that. And then he plays on the right. Yeah. Phil, what, is, is, is it... Did the system continue to function? Um, I thought, was, was it just him that was kind of no, upsetting the apple cart? I thought the first 15 minutes overall, it was hot potato time. I thought it took Chan 15, 20 minutes to, yeah. to readjust to playing on the left hand side. But I think that, that, that to me was probably one of the most positive things I've seen the starting lineup because obviously Brendan has made a decision that Lovren is going to be now developed as a right centre back and not as a left centre back, right? And, and my fear was that he put him in his left centre back and then Sacco, he'd give him the run of games there and Sacco wouldn't get back into the team when he was fit again, you mm. know? And I don't think, I think Sacco, I think Saturday, Sunday proved that Sacco is our best centre, out and out centre back that we have, you know? I thought Skirtle had a very good game, to be honest with you. I didn't think he did much wrong considering he had been great up, up until the, the Southampton game over the last couple of matches. But again, you know. For me, I was just looking at it. Like Andy said, he's trying to do mad things on the ball. You know, mm. the one thing that we've been praising for weeks about Sacco and Chan as the two centre backs is they never do mad things. They look to get it down. They look to play into feet into midfielders. Well, Sacco does mad things. <laughs> him, he, he, what what he does is he still plays balls to feet. He doesn't try to lump it sixty yards up the line no. and looks to cro- cross field balls and everything like that. No. There, there's a logic to what Sacco actually does when he's on the ball, and I don't see the logic in what Lovren does when he's on the ball. It's always like trying to look for a clip pass, and and we were sold this player as being a great ball playing centre back, and we've yet to see that. No, there is that bit that Andy's talking about in terms of you know if, if the eye is off him for a bit and there's, there's would less you have pressure. hope for that? No. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's an incredibly stupid player. The more I see yeah. him, right, the more I, I think he's lacking football intelligence completely, right? And I think yeah. the hardest thing with, with a footballer is that if you if you've no football intelligence, you've only got raw talent, and not raw talent will only take you so much. So you can look great in certain games where you make the right decisions, but if you can't make the right decision consistently, you're never going to be a top level player. And that's the, that's the real difference between top level players and even Skirtle for all the all the criticism he gets as a centre back. And we've seen him in that centre of the centre back. He generally makes the right decisions when mm. he doesn't have to you know, step out and play high lines and all that type of stuff same with Sacco he generally makes he makes the right decisions and even Chan as a centre back after those 15 and 20 minutes for Chan he then starts making the right decisions all mm. the time when he's on the ball and that's the one thing that Lovren doesn't do so in the se- for me in the second half I think some Rogers obviously said to him listen just go back to basics stop trying to fucking play mm. balls up the line just clear your lines if you have to don't go back to, stop going back to Minulate it's something that we've stopped doing while you're out stop going back to Minulate and that did you could see that difference in the, in the second half and he had less to do until Johnson came on and then it was it was, it was fucking hairy legs again mm. you know what I mean mm. but that was he's not being helped out there because your man's a fucking clown an absolute clown the 15 minutes he was on the pitch was atrocious mm. sorry to get into that just, it still makes me angry no it's okay the we, lack, the we, lack you know what the fucking poxy thing is like with all these games coming up, Johnson does have to be kept fresh because he'll have to. Come I in. wouldn't. I wouldn't have him anywhere near the squad. I would rather play Sterling as right back or even as a right centre back before yeah. I see him in the team again. Like I th- I, 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 whatever's going on with Mankio, I just wish that he was on the bench instead of Johnson. Like, it, it was disgusting. You sent me on that fine of Johnson when the when the, the free just kick comes rounds. in. And the and ball, the ball, the ball breaks, yeah, yeah, and he's like not this. even breaking his bollocks. There's two Southampton players going to the ball, and he's not even attempting to get over to close it he down. He nearly walks over to yeah. them. Like. And it was actually Lovren who gets up off the ground and then goes to close the actual the ball down, right? So for all the, you know, for us talking about Lovren here, you know, to, 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 to his credit, whatever about him, 
he did try his best in that second and half. He, and he, he, does he did, he did, he did yeah. much, much better. If I give you, if I give plenty of players, um, as long as they put in the effort, that's you it, know, yeah. we let them away with fucking dogs mm-hmm. abuse and not being so technical or whatever else. But yeah. <laughs> no efforts from that fucking stocking of Shui Johnson. You shouldn't get near the team. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 it sounds bandwagon, but to be fair, like he doesn't he doesn't help himself that kid. No, he doesn't no. help himself. Sure, I, I'm convinced when he went down injured that time. I think he forgot that he was the third substitute and he was thinking there was they could bring somebody off for him and he was happy to go off. <laughs> he's happy to sit there now and just collect his wage and, and piss yeah. off at the end yeah. of the season. And he I, think he d- I think he just, just thinks he's out of his depth now. Like, yeah. He must be looking at that team, the way they're playing, and going, like, <laughs> don't know how I've convinced Rogers <laughs> that I could do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happened. Like. I don't think he cares. It just, it just looks like somebody just doesn't care anymore. Paul, after the match, uh, I think it was only actually yesterday or the day before, we had uh, you know, someone drawn attention to the fact that it was yet another clean sheet. And defensively speaking, we, we looked more than solid. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, as, as you've always said, we, we ground out the result there. And someone put this to Brendan in a, in a, in a press conference. Conference and uh, he did a, a Brendan funny where he said, uh, "Yeah, well, yeah, uh, it, it's all down to the defensive coach that you know you you people said we need to get and he does a little right It's look. a funny. <laughs> 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 yes. He made the joke. <laughs> so, so like what I'm saying to you is, does he does he have every entitlement to oh, to, 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 to laugh at, at fuckers? Definitely, I thought I thought it was brilliant because like, I I I know. I'll, I never would have thought that uh, you know we'd have, we'd have a run like this under Rogers. I never thought that we'd be able to sit back and soak up pressure mm. ever. I, I thought like I always thought long term there was always going to be question marks about him defensively. Like, sort of like there is a you know um, like Arsene Wenger. There, there was always for for years there was kind yeah. of you just play you just play lovely football, but, but when you when yeah. it comes up to it you just can't stand like you, you just crumble. So I always thought there'd be that kind of long term question, but medium term I didn't have a problem. I thought yeah, he can definitely improve us. But th- this is brilliant. This kind of run that we're going on and with the like the amount of stick he got, like people were just waiting for his press conferences, and it didn't matter what he said. Like, if he was given an A or B question. They, their people had their answers lined up to why, <laughs> yeah, yeah. why he was a bollocks for saying this <laughs> yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think he's well within his rights to have yeah. a little a little joke. <laughs> I pissed myself laughing. I, I, saw, myself. When I saw the point of it. I pissed myself laughing because yeah, yeah. how serious he looks. Like and they're kind of like you can almost hear the journalist say, defensive coach, and then he does his little cheesy smile. Like, yeah, yeah. Go Qu- on, Brendan. Quality we'll, delivery. We'll, we'll, we'll give you that one. Quality Brendan. delivery. Right? You, uh, Ray, would I you, loved it. Would you? Would you agree? Like I mean, it's it's, it's nice <laughs> to see the fella having a, a moment, considering all the shit that he takes. He does take a lot of. Yeah, it. look, well, see, we're a fickle bunch of fans, aren't yeah. we? Like, I'd be the first to throw out stick if I thought he was making bad selections. Yeah. I've slagged him from the start. But that's a different thing. But, like, but we'll post some irrational stuff. Well, you know, and, and he does get a lot of irrational stuff. But, yeah, well, I think that that happens. People, like, you have people who you like, let's say, whether it be players or managers, and you, you, you sit on that side of the defence and you tend not to budge, then mm. I'm quite the other way. I'll swing both ways if you went back. I've heard to that. My, oh. my, my, my <laughs> thing, now you'd see me, I'd be fucking cut out on every, every fucking player going, oh, yeah. hey, he's a pricky <laughs> Love him! And him on the back of the jersey. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's just that, you know, you'll get people and they, they sit on that side of the defence and they just want to have a dig there's, there's people out there that just took a dislike to the fella after the run maybe like you said they're turning off with interviews and don't like listening to him and they just take a dislike to the man and then you know they're out to get him on every opportunity you know and I think from last season after all the praise it's probably something a little bit new to him and he couldn't wait to sort of strike back <laughs> after getting a bit of stick this season he was he was our manager of the year last year and then to, to start getting this flack 
yeah. this time round. Maybe he was sort of, you know, like a coil spring waiting to hit back, and now we had this ammo, you know? Yeah, and it's not, it's like like we said, it's not like it's uh, neutrals or opposition fans. It's from our own yeah, lot that well, he's getting the worst stuff. crazy bunch of fucking it, fans. He's, he's got, I think that was made, aimed particularly at the media. Like, there's been lots of fucking... Um, you know, ex pros coming out saying, you know, we should be getting a defensive coach in. There's Cara there. We should get he should get Cara back. Bring him in as a defensive coach. Would be mm. ideal for this and everything like that. And Brendan likes him the whole lot. I think he's hitting out with them. Like I don't think he. Look, let's be honest about it. He he's gonna you know hear what the fans say, but I think his the criticism that he's gonna pay attention to is the one that's coming in the press because ultimately that's the one that shapes fans' opinions on on what's going on. Um, and that's where he's trying to hit out at there, you know. And he's taken a lot of stick. He's taken a lot of stick off us, um, and rightfully so at times. Um, mm. And so, uh, look, that's 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 where he puts himself as a manager. That's what the absolute shite run that we had up yeah, to I Christmas brings. So it's, you can't, you can't from from stick. I think and, he's, he's he's and then he's entitled to hit back when things are going right as well. And when he's torn stuff around, he's entitled to say what he says. I think, it's, I think it's a bit cocky of him. Do you? Yeah. Like, Especially when you're still sixth in the league and you haven't done anything yet, so well, oh, that I didn't mean, take you long to turn around. Fucking hell! You can at least try to disguise it, you bollocks. Give him a minute. It's positive, Phil. Girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> what he's done is incredible, and I'm delighted. That, like I really like Rogers, and I like to see him succeed at Liverpool. Like mm. I think a change of manager would just would just kill it, you know, the moment. But like he's setting himself up there now. If they go through another bad run. The media are going to hit back, and various people in the media are going to like just let the, what's happening on the pitch do the talking. Mm. There's no need for it. But it's not nice to see him get, getting a bit spiky with him at times because he yeah. He oh, look, I, like, very, I don't like the way he yeah. is with the media. I don't. I prefer the Liverpool manager to be Kenny style belligerent fucker. Like yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, okay, Kenny had been Kenny a bit embarrassed that time. Yeah, yeah. But that's fair. But clear. you know, <laughs> he has he has um he's obliged you know and it's contractual that he has to come out and say that speak so much you know with all the football deals and everybody has to come out and talk to them so you know just come out and say a bit and just step away from them yeah. there's no point in uh, loading the gun you know what I mean and at the end of the day no matter what happens at the end of the season we're going to be pissed off because mm-hmm. if we finish outside the top four we'd be looking at the start of the season when Rodgers was so stubborn not to change things and they would he eventually done if we do finish fourth, we'd be wondering why we're not challenged. So you're saying that. Because hold, hold your, hold if he your. had done this, if he had realised that sticking a fucking static cabbage up top <laughs> was the way Liverpool were going to have, have success this season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Lindsay Thomas. Are you sure you <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> no idea. Sorry. Was that, no, it was absolutely ridiculous. Like, and, I mean... It's probably it's probably going to benefit him. Like if he's if he's Liverpool manager for the next ten years, this season will have benefited him hugely. Fair enough. Because at least he's not going to go off the script again. Fair enough. Um, we look. Let, let's look, let's look at one or two uh, of more positive things that came out of the match. Um, for all the uh, sort of talk about tiredness and all the rest of it, uh, we had a moment of just sublime genius. Um, Ray from Phil Coutinho. That goal is uh, a thing to treasure. Yeah, <laughs> not a bad way to show someone who's tired and needs a rest, is it? Well, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's played the season for me. Um, tired. I, I don't care. He's still that bright spark that 
you know, that go-to player that you think something might happen. Mm. A few of his final balls were, were poor, but what a strike. What yeah. a strike. As you watch the match uh, evolve, it did look a little bit like it was kind of people trying to force an agenda onto things when we're talking about tiredness, because he, he did just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to See, be fair. I'd be sort of, I'm not, I don't know where I stand at this tiredness thing and giving him a break and all. He's, he's yeah. a young fella and I, I think he'd be able to cope unless the fella literally doesn't run after a football, <laughs> then I might be questioning it. He's yeah. going to have, as the famous lines, peaks and troughs, yeah. shall we say. So, um, yeah, your man yeah, over here yeah, loves that. Phil phrase, loves yeah, that one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started throwing in. Um, yeah, so <laughs> and, I, I, actually, I, I, he's 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 still the go-to man for me, and he'd be probably first name on the team sheet for me every week. Yeah, every I thought I, I, I thought he looked hard. I do look genuinely. I, 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 I think he's, he's he's not in the form he was say four or five games ago. But the strike is look mm. when that when he hits that. Like as Andy says, when we were talking about stuff over Christmas time, we were saying we don't want him to score too many wonders because you'll have Real Madrid sniffing because he is that good. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like there was a, one one of ten things was going to happen there. Nine times he was going to hit it and it was going to go like a, a draggy fucking thing across <laughs> the thing, but he hits it so sweetly and when he lifts his foot, I don't think there's any one of us here that isn't thinking, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then and then when you see the dip happening, you're like, whoa, and then it's just in the fucking top corner. I was like, Foster's a big lad, and you know he. That's can't, the best part about it. It's like he's, he's and, seventeen he's feet tall. He's seventeen foot tall. <laughs> he can't get he can't, you know. It's gone over him. It's just a like, boom. And, 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 and off the underside is extra fuck yeah, you. It's always every love that. Barry, yeah. Love yeah. That. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's it's lovely, and it was just such a. It was a great way to start the game because if you think about it, if we don't get that goal, the way we played in that first half. What I mean, like you would have felt suicidal at halftime. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because it was just that that thing. At least you were you're holding on to one 0 lead early doors. It sets your stall out. You're not trying to scrabble a win in, in the second half or trying to force issues when there was a bit. Of, there was visible tiredness out there because there was the game on Thursday. As I said, it's it's a valid thing. The Europa League teams look tired, with the exception of Everton, who did well, you know, against Leicester. Um, well, but, address that about Coutinho specifically there. Uh, yeah, that went over everyone's head. Address that specifically about Coutinho. We had we had the fabulous name Bat Dog who wonders when. Coutinho Coutinho's going to get his expenses paid trip to, to Jamaica just like Raheem did like surely well you would be able to if Lallana was playing anyway well at all but the fellow may, the fellow may as well not turn up yesterday he was atrocious again he was, a, he, he was like he hasn't been since he's come back from injury I don't think Lallana's been anywhere near as good he as he was before injury bad, yeah. and I think he struggled again yesterday and you know I, I would have taken Lallana off and left Mark, moved Markovic and put Moreno in at left back because I think Markovic would have offered us more there so mm. I, 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 I don't know what Lallana is bringing to us to me, there was a hint of sentimentality in terms of him playing. Um, I just, you know, and but you look at Coutinho. Even if he's tired, he's 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 coming up with the goods. You know what I mean? And I know he mightn't be at the level he was four or five games ago. But if you can do that. It's like as I said with, with storage. Doesn't matter what you do. You can you can have a shit in the pitch if he wants. It's just once, <laughs> once, once he's bashing in a goal. And if you're bashing a goal from 25 yards into the top corner, fucking grand. Go off and sit down, and sit on the bench if you want. Like, do you know, mm. have a rest and have a drink. Well, you you, you just got, a few minutes ago there, you got your blue pen out and started sort of, you know. You know, like some sort of um, editor in chief putting lines through my script here. And I have to say, it, it's it's a bit annoying. Like, but if you use the black pen, it'll be alright. But he's one, made up new lines. He has made up new lines. He can't yeah. even read them. I know. I know. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> two paracetamol. Two paracetamol three times a day. I go to bed. <laughs> but I just want to pick you up on one thing there you, you, you mentioned about Danny Sturridge and the only thing I want is just a fleeting mention I didn't want to bring it up you know you talk Gold about Gold out man Gold out if that was Balotelli everyone would be going mental or something 
Yeah, but this is this is my point. You, you're like total free pass. Well, but yeah, and deserves it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you've no scored, issue with that. No, because he scores goals. Yeah. Like we know that he's going to score goals. He's still feeding his way back after yeah. 178 years out injured. Like do you know what yeah. I mean? So he scores. <laughs> <a> <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, he scores goals. He yeah. will score goals. Whatever yeah. about, people talk about the greediness. I don't give a shit. We all know he's greedy. He's a, he's a goal scorer. That's what goal scorers do. He's trying to find the goal. The goal will eventually come, and then he'd score 100 yeah. goals. You know what I mean? He will so he'll score 100 goals in about 10 minutes. So yeah. there's no worries there. Yeah. Well, you know, just. I, I do think that, like, you know, without, like, it, we don't have Suarez there who's going to magic a few chances for himself every match. Like, so, like, it, it didn't matter what anyone else did. Like, Suarez was always going to make chances for himself. So, I think there is a bit of a finer point in it with Sturridge this season that he does have to use the ball a bit better. And he is capable of it. Like, and I just think there was one in both in both Besiktas and the Southampton game where he basically did the same thing, where he kind of he unhinged their whole defence and then balls it up by making the wrong decision when there's people, when there's other people in the box that he could have squared. Mm. Yeah, but I think I think that comes. Like I said, he gets a couple of goals under the belt, and where he he feels like he's every time he touches the ball, he's going to score. He becomes freer in terms of the, the balls he lays off and the passes that he makes. At the moment, he's searching for that goal to get him back on a goal score and run again. So, um, wait, look. And I thought you could have done more off the ball as well. Yeah, I know. I know he gets a free pass, and you can shoot in the penalty spot if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but what you got to end? I don't. I'm listening, Gary Lineker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I do think that, like. Um, yeah, I think I think we were entitled to expect a bit more from him. What is, yeah, fair enough. Ray, another man that needs a bit of a mention is uh, our goalkeeper. Um, pretty impressive performance, I think. Uh, and it seems to be now a trend, which is nice to see. <laughs> yeah. No, I was thinking there... Uh, is he, one, that, that, is he that, one of those lads? Uh, yeah, well, that, that, that board that was on Big Brother years ago, do you remember when she went viral before sitting in the chair just screaming, Who is he? Who is she? <laughs> I'm like that now with Mingale. Who is he? Yeah, yeah. Who is this fella? Yeah. Like, I, I wrote him off only a few months back, and it's it's an unknown person there to me now. I was thinking this up upturn in form was a glitch, like, and he was just going to drop back to the norm, but Jesus Christ, he's shutting me up big time. <laughs> I told you earlier on and go from. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. And here I am again, but I've no problem doing it. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking playing brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Big brother references. Yeah, really? Yeah, really? Don't worry Celebrity farm. That boy really is a Jekyll and Hyde, you know, like he's, he's completely different, like, you know, from. He's like the hay it was, you know, before Christmas, like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, he, he's unbelievable now and if he was having the season he, he's having now at the start like people would be raving about him mm. and I like now there was a couple of was a couple of moments um, at, uh, yesterday wasn't there you know dodgy ones yeah he came out uh, around the six yard box he got nowhere near the ball and it fell mm. a chance and you don't remember that now there's another one that kind of slipped up off his hands I think it looked like he tried yeah. to catch it and it flew back, flew back up in the air as and well. then he did handle it outside the box then Ah, listen. Yeah, I, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. For me, it's sexual goalkeeper. Like there is. Yeah. Yeah. It's horny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Were you getting the, Fifty Shades of England? There is. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a hint of S and M off him at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> He's locking it down. He's locking mm. the defence down. He got us out of jail again yesterday. Got us out of jail against Besiktas. Got us out of jail against Crystal Palace. Listen. I loved him coming out of the box that time. It's just it's great. Yeah, yeah, sexual no, goalkeeper. No, no. It's like it was a comfier crosses. He's getting punches. He's he's doing everything we wanted him to. He's commanding his area, which you wanted him to do. His kicking still isn't great. Who hit the low shot that bounced just in front of us? It Schneiderland towards the, the end. Free? That's yeah, a match. Yeah, yeah. That's an absolute down. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, beautiful. Love that. 
It is, but, but like, you know, it's bread and butter is, stuff. He, he but is, it's, it's, it's important. Like, yeah, yeah. It's important. yeah, he's just, and he's just electric. He's been doing this for weeks as well, and it's still surprising every time you see it. Because when you saw the absolute state of him earlier in the season, where he could, he couldn't do it, and that where he let the ball was it against Burnley? Was that where he yeah. let the ball go out yeah. for a goal? Even he talked about that in the in, the interview. With <laughs> he kind of said, "Well, that was the moment that made me st- kind of stop the hell on, What the yeah. fuck am I doing with my yeah. life here?" Like, but yeah. it, like he, every week he's just doing this now, and you're he, like. Like Ray, you're sort of you're sort of waiting for it. Is he gonna crash now and go back to what he was doing before? But there's no sign of it. It's match winning saves that he's doing. Yeah. Even the the bit where he handled it outside the box, I thought he was unlucky with that. I kind of hit his chest first while he was inside the box yeah. and bounced onto his hand. Yeah, he was straight out like bailing yeah. us out again. Like yeah. and like if, if this form keeps up till the end of the season, are we still looking at a keeper? No, 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 yeah, no. We we yeah. get Mrs. Minnie on the <laughs> payroll That's no. what we as a new goalkeeper coach. I still think we are like you know. What have As I a left? replacement what? for him? Well, the second the second goal case competition. Like yeah. I mean, this could at happen the, again. I mean, well, you have to put Brad Jones. Yeah, no, no, I no doubt. But what I'm is saying is, like, if he plays I'll like that till the end of the season, I'd be quite happy with him to take the number one spot next season. You know, he's he has yeah. the look though of a fellow who's into a bit messing in. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Can we, can, we, can we finish the review there? What's the style of his nose? For fuck's sake! You, can, you, can't, get you, you, can't, you can't see it in the mask. Mrs. Minulay always on that bit of form after the bash of a frying pan. She's obviously giving him a some stage in his life. Stop letting the ball roll, but don't get down the basement. <laughs> get on the table. Got stuck in the gimp mask. Okay, let's look forward to the games coming up in the next week we've got the second leg uh, away at Besiktas and then we've got City in Anfield um, I suppose we'll are we going to ring the Ataturk this week to see <laughs> let's not ring the Ataturk this week but we should we should pay a little bit more attention and we didn't we didn't speak in, a, uh, in much detail at all in the review of the of, of the first leg let's, let's take a look first at the European game um Phil, are you optimistic um, with the? F- uh, I suppose the main thing was was it not that we managed to keep them from scoring? Mm. Um, that was, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, would you be optimistic now knowing they have to come out? Yeah. Against us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to. They have to score against us. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it should be. It depends on what team he picks. Mm. With with the city game on the horizon, but uh, you're back to this. You know, Europa gives us a chance at Champions League. We have to wait. If we get a result against City, we improve our chances of getting through the league. So you have to weigh up that. Um, this is kind of making a bollocks of your argument before, though, is it? Or is, or is, no, it, is, no, is it just no, the same thing? No, there's enough players there to be able to move and, and okay. freshen things up. So okay. it shouldn't once you're picking the right players. Right, well, let's leave that. Let's part that down. Yeah, so we're so talking, talking about selection. Talk to me about you know just the game and take take the game on its merits there, Phil. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to tell you, John. Um, no, I, I think you know, going out there, it'll be a good experience for the the, the players who haven't experienced like the Turkish away matches in terms of the the, the atmosphere and the whole lot. And um, the sickness have lowered their ticket prices to try get a full the, the house. Crammed at seventy two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andy was on last week. <laughs> 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 they were offended by the whole thing. So. 
<laughs> they want to make it a welcome to hell for the lads. But, you know, as I said, I thought oh, he was brilliant in the first leg, and I'd imagine if he starts again, he'll he'll get a, a lot more freedom out there because they'll have to open up the wing. And they were double teaming him an awful lot in Anfield because they were able to sit back, and he was getting so much joy against your man all choice side, and he didn't. Your man couldn't deal with him at all, mm-hmm. and and we get the penalty through him as well. I think there's a. I think we've got every every ability to go out there and score a couple of goals, which is good. Um, because even if they get one, that should be I enough. think we yeah. should be. Yeah, once we get the away goal, I think we'll get, we'll, we'll see the, see the toy out. Paul, do you think one goal will be enough for us to get through? Like he, 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 like oh, the way we've been going, you can't see us conceding too much. Yeah, I definitely think so. And I think Besiktas where they they looked like they were really looking for a clean sheet out of the Anfield leg as well. Yeah, and we kind of we fucked that up for them at the end, which is great. But um, yeah, like they they did look really well drilled, but. I don't think they look like they had many ideas other than that. Mm. I, I, I think we can properly hit, sit back and hit these on the counter mm. and we should, I think we can put them to bed. There's a couple of nice little things working in our favour in terms of the run and their, their mental state as well. Apparently they've just fallen off the top of the league. And now there's rumours about um, uh, Dembaba having a bit of a calf injury. So a few things mounting up there that might make them less than, than confident, I guess. Um, Ray, are you uh, as as optimistic as the two lads going out there? Do you think we're going to see this one through? Yeah, I'm happy. I know you're saying that back hunt might be out. So um, <laughs> uh, prick, I hate. Um, yeah, so I was impressed with the the, the number seven Torre Gokan Torre. So mm, his name, the, mm. he looked decent. I, I, I mean, Bar did go through one on one there at one stage. I think they're decent. Great outfit. Save. Yeah, very Great good save. save. Um, and he could have done with that doing that last fucking May, couldn't he? Mm. <laughs> the same situation. No, we won't go into that. I'm still having nightmares. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a tough game. They look well up for a fight. I don't think it's going to be any any easy thing. And the atmosphere is going to be intense. Like like mm. Phil said, some of the players won't have dealt with anything like this. Yeah. They were a noisy bunch of bastards the, the last time I seen them playing in Europe. Yeah. Um, so it'll be an intense atmosphere. I think it's going to be really, really tight. You know, and hopefully we can scrape a, a scrape a nil nil, and that'll do us. You know, uh, Ali, you might as well get us talking on on the on the idea of what what we you think we're going to look like. Phil was touching on earlier on. We might as well get there now straight away. So, can you bring us onto that part of it? How do you see, or what would you like to see uh, the team looking like for the match against Besiktas? Yeah, well, I don't know what he's going to do. It's just it's kind of got a little bit unpredictable at the moment. Mm. You know, um, but maybe now Rogers, he might just start to stick with the weekend. You know, and then tweak it mm. on yes, Sunday. Mm. Um, what would I like? Uh, <laughs> like Suarez back. Or <laughs> 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 I think this is going to be a monster of a game. Like it's going to be just, it's going to be a huge mental test. You know, and as Ray says, the atmosphere there, return to the at the talk and all that. So it's going to be, it's going to be a huge test. Ten years. You can get to get to half time without conceding. Then okay. Just you know, go on and and hopefully get a draw. Even if it's score a draw, be perfect. You know, mm. but um, like with the amount of clean sheets we're getting lately, you know, just keep it tight over there. Don't want to stupid. But as as regards to the team, I I I I wouldn't even like to pick the team myself. Mm. <laughs> you know. Well, what about this thing about the, the way there does seem to be uh, it's it's his inclination to go towards minimal rotation that seems to be the case yeah he has his personality he wants yeah, to play and, gen- and generally like he has a pecking order of players that in his head he'll he'll change things around just to suit players as opposed to as they just putting the replacing whoever yeah. for that position you know what I mean but most most rotation is forced a knock or you know somebody's just just hasn't been performing and training during the week. It's he's not he hasn't got an idea in his head who he plays in Europe. Mm. 
So I think we might actually might see Torre back. Mm. I think that's likely because yep. he won't play against City. I think he wants Sacco and uh, Chan and Skirtle at all possible. So he play he play anyone at the back. Skirtle will definitely play, but just to protect protect that uh, that tree that he want back on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But Phil, it's going to be quite revealing, isn't it, as to where it is on his priority <laughs> list when we see the team that's named. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised at the team that he, he named last week. I was, I was delighted when I saw it because mm. it, it was a very strong side. Um, I think we'll see now who is the, the lead man between Markovic and Ibe for that right, hand, right flank. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd mix it up a bit. I, I, I'd like to see Mankeo come in on, on, as the right wing back because I think it would be ideal for setting up as a, as a, as a counter-attack. I'd like to see Torre back in the side as well. Um, rest... Um, well, Sacco's out, so you know you can you can move around and even push Chan into midfield for this match just to give us that bit more, you know, that stronger platform in midfield, just to see what it's like alongside mm-hmm. Henderson, um, or even leave Henderson out for this game and play and play Chan alongside Adam because I think for all of I think Henderson's been very average this season. I think he's he's gotten praise when it's been due, but I think there's been an awful lot of games that have gone past him as well where he's been not poor but just. Just normal, mm. like you know what I mean. Not, not the. the do you Jordan think it's a system? I was only saying that. Like, do you think that's no. what's happening no, with midfield? If they're, they're sort of doing such. No, I think, I think, I think he's been a victim in, in a way that the midfield has chopped and changed. So he hasn't had a chance to, to build a proper partnership with one player for long, and it looked like he was getting that with Lucas, and then Lucas got injured. Mm. So now he's building it. He's trying to build one with Alan. You know what I mean? Um, and then the question is, do you leave him in? And turn him out while he's trying to, to play. But I, I think Jordan had a, had a fine game at, at the weekend. I, I genuinely do. I know an awful lot of people would think the other way around, but that, that was just my take. And I thought he did an awful lot of running. I thought Henderson took him took him a while to get into the game. So I, I wouldn't it wouldn't bother me too much. And then maybe if they gave the armband to Chan as well, that would be great. And um, mm. you know, because he, he seemed, he, he's a natural leader in, in terms of what he is. You could even see it after the after the penalty. You know, he is he's leading the charge and he's making sure after all the shit that went on, everyone gets in and we're, we're still together and we're still a team and we're going to see this thing out as a team um, and then Balotelli I'll bring him in I'll bring him in for this in game place of. I'll bring him in and I'll bring him in for storage I think the, the more goals mm-hmm. storage gets the better and then you're looking at for me potentially you play Markovic behind them as, or you play Sterling behind them and, and look to maybe just do something like that and get it. If, if it wouldn't surprise me to see Sterling, Balotelli, and Sturridge start to give them a run ahead of City at the weekend and start with that tree up front against City at the weekend, just to give something City to, th- City to think about. And I think I think Sturridge plays better with an out and out forward alongside him. Mm. That's just mm. my own personal view. I think his best games came when he had Suarez alongside him because it gives gives the opposition gives him more space against the actual uh, the opposition. There's actually against the opposition and. Um, Paul, I have an actual question for you. <laughs> um, he tried to keep standing up with him there. Yeah. On Sunday. Like yeah. he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no, I, I, Rogers I, definitely identified that. that yeah, storage isn't exactly comfortable on there as well. For the criticism Balotelli gets, I think when he comes on, it allows, in a way, the way the, the way Storage played last year with, with Suarez, that Balotelli likes to drop off and not play as the central striker. But because he's there, the centre backs, one of the centre backs has to come with him. So it just creates a bit more space around what's going on. And then, you know, Balotelli will get in and support. And I think Balotelli looks a better player with Sturridge and I think Sturridge gets more chances when he's on the pitch. But, but you're, you, you've initially talked about playing him instead of there in your team. Well, yeah, well, I was playing him instead of, the, of Coutinho. 
Oh, because you, you had said storage. Because I, I was saying storage, Sterling and, and Balotelli as the front three. Or Markovic instead of Sterling, if you, okay. if you, if you want to leave Sterling out ahead of the weekend, because he did start up front on his own. But I'd, I'd, I'd like to you see... You be weary about messing with the system. I'm getting to that stage now where after giving so much stick to this system now, that any type of change, I'm, but it's, I'm it's, worried whether... For me, right, it's not... rock the boat even. It's so not really changing the oh. system. It's just rearranging how the front... The three three line out. So okay. instead of having two wide forwards, you have one sort of central, you know, a number ten, and mm. then you have two. And the two of them, you could see even with Sturridge and Balotelli, both of them have a natural inclination to drift out to the wing. Yeah. And Sterling likes to bomb through the centre, so it works. Yeah. In, in my mind, that works. Yeah. So I don't see. Yeah, but what would be wrong with changing the system in this situation? Like Rogers hasn't been in this situation an awful lot. Like mm. he likes to play the same system once it works. But you're going away, and you only need a draw. And you know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Paul, let's move on to the Man City game. And to, be, to give credit to the manager where it's due, one of the big changes to the weekend was to bring on Moreno. And he did have a massive impact on the match, I thought, when he came on. Um, he's a guy I'd like to see in the starting 11 against City and any match that you really want to win. Um, and that would include Thursday night. So uh, has he done enough for you to be kind of cemented in there and have, yeah, have to start? He's one, he's one of the. I, I would like to see a bit of rotation against Besiktas but he's one of the players that I'd put in both games and I if you was, if you were going to rot- rotate are you rotating in order to keep someone like Coutinho on himself f- yeah f- I, I, would, I wouldn't bring Coutinho to Turkey at all at all like, okay. I, I'm one of the lads who just, <laughs> kidnapped yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, I'm one of the lads who thought he looked kind of like, like he, he still put in plenty of effort but mm. I think the way he was running he looked dead in his feet towards mm. the end against Southampton and I, I'd leave him out of the, Tur- the game in Turkey altogether. I would. I'd probably start Sterling on the bench as well because mm. I want the two of them straight back in with storage. I do against City. against City. Yeah, to give us a real chance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go ahead. And now, what's going on? I obviously I think Sacco's probably going to miss the game during the week. I'd, I'd bring in Torre and Lovren with Skrill. I'd probably rest Chan. I'd put him on the bench against Bishik. That's to give him a rest and as you know someone that we can bring on if it's going to hits up like if we if we need a bit more solidity at the back we could throw him in or if we need something in midfield we could bring him in as well yeah uh, last word on this then um, Andy if you want to go on it what, what do you no, want no just I think Chan like it's just ha- just the way he's playing at the moment it's just that a canter like you know wouldn't mm. wouldn't consider dropping him at all I think he's vital you know you don't, you don't think it's a necessity yeah no. fuck you sir <laughs> 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 but in terms of in terms of those players like Sterling and Coutinho, you worry about them. Mm. Whereas like Chan's going to lap this up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, right. Look, we 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 did our usual complete lack of respect to the opposition. Really, in terms of talking about them and how they might work, and I, I, it seems to work for us. So let's just mm. continue doing that. Um, so we'll just move it straight to where it needs to go, I suppose. Unless anyone's anything particular they want to say. Any Man City special thoughts that they want to add? Yeah, I think the city can be got at. Go on. Um, I think they've shown we- defensive weakness, and uh, the only worry is that Torre, yeah, yeah, Torre is back fit for them. They look a different proposition. He's even not playing tomorrow night, is he? Uh, no, I Torre, don't think so. no. he's on a suspension, I think. Uh, yeah, so, so he'll be fresh, fresh for the weekend. Fresh and, um, and my in-laws are, are, are City fans, and they give out about Torre. They're saying, you know, at times he looks lazy on the pitch, but he definitely has a galvanising effect for them. His best player. In terms of what he's there, you've seen how how different they were at the weekend when he came in. You've got Aguero, they've got so much talent up front, we're going to have to be on our absolute best mm. because the City look like they're about to start their run, which pipped us last year. Mm-hmm. They look like a team that now have the bit between their teeth to go and get Chelsea um, and will give it everything they can. Um, company, bizarrely, has had a, had a poor season for them. You know, if you talk to any City fan, they'll say to you, you know, Company has, has, hasn't been anywhere near the levels he's been at the, for the last mm. two seasons. And that's my thinking on, on, on playing the two up front against them. If we're, if they, um, depending on who they play at the back, but, you know, 
I think we need to occupy them as much and try isolate storage and company as best we possibly can because if if, if he made the mistake last year that let Coutinho score the winner. So, you know, get in get in him, get him, disrupt him and hopefully he makes another mistake and we can we can profit off the back of it. Um They've got so much. Look, City are such have such a strong squad. Such a you know they, they are what they are. They are underperforming for the for the players that they actually for, <laughs> that they have. So, <laughs> um, the, it's just it's such a big ask. It's such you know. And uh, as games go, given given the way all those other games have been lining up for us, and we're nearly all must wins. This is the first one where we'll go into this game as underdogs. But also talk about you know what you were chatting about earlier. What Andy was talking about with his theory as well. Is it not kind of a little bit of a free one? Considering there, 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 you know. is, there is that element, but the, the, as I said to you, that takes the pressure off. So you, yeah. they, for the first time in a long time, the team will go in not ex, you know wanting to win, mm. wanting to put a marker down and keep you know make profit on any slip ups that happen, but knowing that they aren't expected to win this game. So that you know they they won't go in as favourites, and they'll be there to prove a point that they should they you know. Poor side, poor start aside. They are now the best team in the league, and they want they want to show that they're the best team in the league. And the, what better way to do with them than stuff the reigning champions at home? Like, do you know what I mean? So, mm. you know, I think it's it, it's it's a massive ask. It's the same as when we go to play Chelsea. It's a massive ask. You've got two tactically astute managers there. They're going to have a they're going to have a set game plan to go up against their three or whatever it is. Um, Pellegrini is, is definitely going to look at it. He'll probably play two up front or maybe even or Silva off them, you know what I mean, to try occupy all three defenders and create spaces around the side. So it's a fascinating um, way to see how much Brendan has come on in terms of how he's going to react. Does he change the system? What does he do to, to, mm. knowing that he, he's going up against it? And we can't underestimate them. We can't just disrespect them and not talk about them because they, they're the reigning champions. They've got all the firepower in the world. And if we had a player like Aguero, we'd be fucking a lot higher in the league than we are at the moment. Yeah, just yeah, but just Steve, <laughs> they're fucking shit hot. I'm watching Jacko's goal there the other day as well. Mm. This will be an ultimate test for our back line, you know. Mm. Um, two things I want from this weekend. One is that Barca turn up the heat and uh, the old school Barca and Man City are chasing fucking shadows for 90 odd yeah. minutes and come into Try the game bollocks. Yeah. And second off, I'm hoping Andy's going to polish up that injury machine and they pick up a few tomorrow night as well. Because I'll take any way I can get it, you know what I mean? If they lose a few personnel. Come the weekend, I'll be happy with that. It'll, you know? It's also be nice to have Mr. Sacco back, but yeah. we don't know if that's going to be a reality or not. Okay, well, look, let's go around the table and get a few predictions for the games. We'll start with the European one, Paul. How do you see that one? Nil all. Nil all, so we, you, you see us go through. Yeah. Okay, nice one. Um, right? Yeah, it'll be the same. I'm reckoning nil nil, a, a doggy fight, nil nil. KD nil nil. Yeah, one, one one. One one draw for you. Yeah. I think, we, I think we'll win this out in their place. Um, maybe one, maybe two. Phil? Classic European away toy will lose 2-1 and go through on away goals. That'll do. That'll do. Okay, Paul, back to you for the City match. 2-1 to us. 2-1 to us. Okay. Any that's that's uh, hope, like, no. That's, that, I was going to say that. Okay, okay. Ray? Yeah, I, I think a draw, 2 all. Despite them being shit hot and all the rest yeah, of it, 2-1. Yeah, 2-1. I just think, yeah, 2-1. Nice one, Andy? Yeah, I don't think we're going to lose. I, I think it's... Like, I think we're as good as them at the moment as a team obviously they've loads of deadly players but 2-2 uh, for me as well 2-2 two, two for you yeah, be I'm delighted with them two draws you know yeah because you've Burnley the following week and you just get things going again yeah well that's the thing we've Burnley on Wednesday yeah. and then we've, we've been matched the following oh, yeah, Sunday um, yeah I, 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 I think I think this might be one of the ones we're going to have to forget about um, personally I, I, I don't I don't see a win um, Phil as Einstein once said 
Mm. If there's a if football doesn't cause heartbreak, it's not football. Einstein did say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. just it was after he watched the cup final. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just before he started talking about insanity. Yeah, he's yeah. terrible yeah. for his quotes. <laughs> he's fucking yeah. 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 Always quoting. He was always yeah. writing them down. Yeah, writing them down. Pictures of himself. Yeah, I know. Mad boys. Does Annie all the time? Constantly. Here's yeah. one lads. I yeah. fuck off Einstein. Yeah. Yeah. Um, MC squared. <laughs> Get me a Mitsubishi. Putting them on Facebook all the time. He invented Facebook. <laughs> Go on, um, finish it out. I don't. I can't see us win. You can't see us win. I think there'll be heart, there'll be heartbreak involved in this game somewhere. <laughs> pack of wankers. <laughs> they'll, they'll be either like a scaldy two-all draw or one-all draw, and they'll score in the last minute, fucking Og or something. Right. Somebody sent on to shore up the defence. One way or the other, you're not seeing a goal. And though. he'll stroll along and he'll fall over and knock the ball into That's the That's a beautifully arse. downbeat way to or, end. Or, well, it happens all the fucking time against City. Do you remember Scare when we were in the fourth season? Mm. I'll just play this ball here to Tevez, mm. the fella in blue. Okay. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. him and Ryan had the other as well. Then. Yeah. I'm going for a walk here, lads. All right, Grant, see you later on. <laughs> and Aguero then pops it in from like behind the goal. It was a nice yeah. hockey goal. So that's brought it right down. Yeah. <laughs> Positive trippers. <laughs> 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 I am Lou Schwari. You are listening to Trippers Chat <laughs> with Trev. <laughs> okay, um, let's take a few of the uh, questions that came in from listeners. Uh, we start off with uh, a man whose question caused a bit of consternation last week. Uh, Nick Wall. Nick has an either or for you. Uh, would you prefer Matson and Quinn commentating? Or would you prefer to sit through Genus and Phil Neville's analysis for a game? Which pair would you take? Obviously, if you were to take all four, you might fucking die. So which pair would you prefer? I'd probably go for Neville. And who was the other one, Genus? Neville and Genus, yeah. There's a good John, chance, John good chance Genus would be injured. Anyway, so don't turn up. What's happened to John Matson from being the premium or premier co- uh, commentator? He's just so bad now. It's like what happened with Jimmy McGee. He has a chance. He has a <laughs> What happened with Jimmy McGee? What happened with Jimmy McGee? I think McGee? people just know that he's a knob yeah. now. <laughs> Years ago, it was all right to, to be like he was, and he hasn't come on. Like, he doesn't speak like modern football anymore. Like, yeah, he's still stuck. Like when you know, be like if Jimmy Hill fucking yeah. John, John Watson hasn't got the foggiest idea what's happening in front of no. him. That's oh, my, that's my yeah. point. He's just always shouting. Did you see the Crystal Palace thing where they nearly scored again last minute? Who were they playing the other day? But I think they hit the post and head in the last minute. And like I mean, he literally goes, "Oh, and it's got it! And where's the ball gone?" <laughs> like, the, kid, the keeper has obviously just grabbed it. You fucking up! Oh, where's it gone? He is like he just hasn't a fucking fo- the, an idea of what's going on in the game. He's just reacting it with noises. Are you yeah, honestly <laughs> not picking Phil Neville really. <laughs> yes, I'm picking Matson over Phil Neville. Well, I, seriously, I, I see where you're going. With the Yanks are using Phil Neville audio in fucking Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking joking me? I'd fucking have Matson any fucking day, and Noel Quinn. He could talk about Horland. For all I give a fuck about, no, I cannot Can't listen to Phil it. Neville. Nah, you I just, fucking hope. You can just I'd rather, no, no. I'd rather stand at the door listening to Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> For an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a prop. <laughs> <laughs> Today. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's a knock at the door, right? I mean, at least like if, if it's uh, air tristy or something knocking at the door. Air tristy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the decency to say, hey, you know, like, you know, are you happy with your uh, electricity contract? Not, yeah, I'm delighted. Yeah, Straight into the point. Yeah. Whereas they walk up, I like, I had a clue. It's just some board, like, standing there. How you doing? All right. No <laughs> 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 <Milk> money, is it? <laughs> um, I, uh, how are you keeping? <laughs> I'm ground. How are you? Good, good, good. Nice day. It's a bit cold. I was like, where? What the fuck is it? Have you seen this leaflet? <laughs> so I said, eh, no, give us a look at it. So I looked at this leaflet and I, I kind of paused there. Where can we find the answers to life's biggest questions? <laughs> and there's an app. Jehovah's Witnesses. You should have given her a link to the podcast. <laughs> but then you go, love you, be sorted out. But then I flip it over, right? Because uh, I still haven't figured out. Like, who is it? What's going on? And I see jw.org. What? Now, yeah. anything.org straight away, dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> so we said straight away, .org. And she went, what? <laughs> Did you have your Christmas. tinfoil hat on when you were talking about it? With our arms floating around them. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, Dot arm. What? Dot arm. Herschel's wondering if you formed a rock band made up of football managers, who'd be in it? What instruments would they play? Any suggestions here? I'd probably you? have Neil Warnock as the front man. Because they're the ones that choke in their own vomit, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so. It looks a bit like Noddy Holder as well. <laughs> Who the fuck's that? <laughs> Slade. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Jesus, that's a show, actually, isn't it? <laughs> Happy with that. Photoshop. Happy with that. Any, any other suggestions? Paul's Photoshop breakers are diddy! <laughs> <laughs> Self-watching Empire Strikes Back and next minute like, orbs start flying around the shop. <laughs> Just on me phone. They went in the room. <laughs> Get them away, mate! Hear me, Luke. Knock once for yes and twice for no. Are you making contact, Luke? <laughs> Yeah. You must be. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great night. Uh, the best part was when we got up to the VIP area after trying to get up to <laughs> trying to get up to this fucking thing for ages. <laughs> and knowing his shit out to the belt. He's flashing his fireman's badge out. Fireman, come on, can we go up? Fireman. Eventually she's just like, lads, it's fucking shite. There's not even a bar up there. Oh no, we want to go up, we want to go up. And she's there, a bunch of arseholes. Go on, uh, go, like, go up if you want to go up there. Thanks, Lopez. Nice one. So up the stairs we go, like, and get to the top, and it's already, already we're going, ah, fuck this, like, go back down. No bar, it's just a corner, like, and they all thought they were like, chaps up there, and the fucking <laughs> VIP. We made the most of it. I got around to random people. Just say there's a bloke on a board, or a couple of boards, or a couple of lads, and I go, what's the story? Branchy and yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's only the one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no wonder they were looking at us like that. And I was like, do you know how many hoodies he sold today? <laughs> 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 one asshole they call us out big time. We don't call them hoodies. 
Yeah, well, we call the hoodies over in my section, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're over in section 7G. <laughs> the hoodies over there. <laughs> he sold six hoodies today. How many fucking hoodies do you sell? What, what do you call them? Whatever you call them, how many do you sell? Uh, there you go. Six hoodies peeled in the face. <laughs> Boys are gagging. Next. <laughs> and eventually, like, <coughs> you know, some probably like trying to be dead sound like it, it's where you're breaking in you know on major celebrity fucking VIP you know and she says listen lads I know you're just acting the maggot up here like but just you can stay here no problem no problem you can stay here I won't say anything to anyone just behave yourselves okay no problem <laughs> like she was doing was the biggest favour in the world here I listen oh thanks you're a fucking saint <laughs> so, how many of you did you think you said <laughs> <laughs> we don't call them hoodies. Yeah. Did you find out what he did call them? What did he call them? Uh, I call him from Ireland. Can you hear me? A sweatshirt with a hood. Yeah, was, we we don't we don't we don't have them in Ireland. We don't have them in Ireland. But we're getting we're getting this week. But we don't have a name for him. <laughs> what do you call him in America? <laughs> what, what do you call it? In, in America, what do you call it? A sweatshirt with a hood. Finish as always with some admin, and we'll finish as always with a shed for Astro Park. If you want to play football in Dublin, book your pitch time at astropark.ie. There's a new We Are Liverpool available um, at all the home games. It'll be there. Uh, Neil and his uh, helpers will be selling uh, at the ground. And you can buy it at weareliverpool.com for virtually no money, considering how excellent it is. Um, we want to mention a group called um, Home Fans. They're on Twitter, at Home Fans Support. And their website is homefans.net. They're a group who are offering to host accommodation for football fans across the world. And they're looking for hosts, uh, host families and people in Liverpool to get involved. So if you do want to get involved with that, you can contact them, homefans.net. Your day trippers tonight were Andy Young, Ray Brady, Paul Brennan, Phil Casey and myself, Trev Downey. Look at that scan, scan code. Are you asking me bollocks? I'm not scanning that fucking thing. I don't know what it is. You scan that like next thing here. Your phone's bollocks. The fellow I know, I used to know used to he used to call it a danger wanker. He'd stand at the top of the stairs, <laughs> step in and then go, "Ma, got to finish before she got." <laughs> That's what? I swear oh, to God. What? <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. 
All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Sports Social Podcast Network.